Well, hello there. Ooh, it's this a is, before the episode. It is. This is the Pramvel to the Pramvel. It's yeah, a short it's message. It's not a Pramvel anymore, by the way, because we're not traveling. Oh, so but I really like that word we made up. I know. I know. Anyway, let's get into it. The sponsor's paying us for this time. That's right. So we, our sponsor is back, our one and only sponsor <laughs> of this podcast. And they want us to let you know that our spring enrollment for our unboring coaching program called Wayme Unlimited opens up for two weeks starting on March 20th. So yeah. mark your calendars. It's going to be a two-week enrollment period, March 20th to April 4th. Yeah. And if you are a freelancer who's currently working with clients, you want more flexibility and freedom in your biz, you want to move to digital products, this is definitely the program for you. That's right. We have all kinds of fun things, monthly coaching sessions. We have some really robust Notion uh, templates for how mm. to like run your business we're and shift full, over to products. We're going to have a full episode about a fun product that's coming soon we are. for you. And then we also have something new at wanderingaimfully.com in case you're not on our email list. That's right. So if you are in the least bit interested, head to wanderingaimfully.com and sign up for our client off-ramp starter kit. It's Ooh. kind of like a mini coaching session and a workbook so you can get a taste of some of the things we teach. It's really just the tip of the iceberg in terms of getting started. Like mm -hmm. if you're finally like, haven't been able to make the time to start building an audience to shift to digital products, um, this is a great place to start. So again, head to wanderingaimfully.com if you're interested. And we'll be back in some Pramvel to the Pramvel to remind you. Yeah. But let's get into the episode, Jason. Welcome to What Is It All For? A podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to the episode. Thank you so much to everybody who sent in Grammy nominations for me for my singing last episode. Uh, my oh. our inbox was overflowing, overflowing with, with messages about SAG have awards, you gone on the uh, Tonys. Jason? I was nominated definitely for a couple Tony 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 tones. What as well. a, one of my favorite thing about you is just that you have just such a just not a deep understanding of like pop culture. AMCs, and so AMGs, AMCs, AMGs. What is it? What's the American I, music, Ameri country, let, let's American? Let's say the words. Let's say the words. Are you American. thinking of the American Music Awards? That's yeah, AMA. That got are it. you thinking I'll of the AMA Academy right of Country Music Awards? That's let's ACMs. Like, I'll do it. Let's just say the words and then let's see what the letters are. I mean, when you have like the singing talent that I was blessed with it's last episode. It's hard to keep track of like all the nominations <laughs> and like the awards. Yeah. I mean, it's weird to get nominated for like a SAG award when you're a singer. AGT, but, like, America's Got Talent. You can go on there. I definitely got nominated <laughs> for that. Anywho, uh, that was a silly thing we did last episode and I'm just referencing it. Uh, let's talk about a little preamble stuff here. What's going on in, our life in, in, Portugal. in Portugal world? Yeah. Um, not much to report. I mean, we're still, we're really getting in deep on the Portuguese lessons. Yep. We're enjoying it very much. I'm so proud of you. Okay. Because. This is of me, not of the person listening. I am so proud of the person listening. Right. But I'm also proud of you right. sitting across from me because right. I know this isn't easy for you. And it warms my heart when we sit down to do our homework and you just like. You, you just like stay there and you slog through it yeah. and you practice. And, and even though you get some, you know, you might stumble or whatever, but you like try again. And I just want to say, 
it's very it, it's um very gratifying yeah for me to watch you it's uh persevere i do appreciate the the compliments you do. because i know that you're trying to give me positive affirmation or trying to like coach me up yeah, so that i want to keep it. doing this yeah no i understand um but i will just let everyone listening know it is hard to learn language as an adult. Yeah. And I know that there are many of you who, as we've been talking about this, have reached out in some capacity, whether you're a Waymer and you've reached out in Slack or whether you've just been kind of commenting through email or what have you. Um, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. It is Your brain is just like hardwired for the language you know. And there are a lot of things in Portuguese that are like just close enough that it feels like you got it, but then you really don't got it. I'm also amazed like... It, I have a lot of compassion for myself. There have been times in the past where I've been like, I really want to learn Italian or I really want to learn this or that. And I've tried and kind of like fallen off the wagon. And I look back now and I'm like, well, no, no doy. Wow. Okay? Easy. Because, <laughs> Easy. because not only is language learning hard, but if you, we have arguably the most like the strongest motivation we'll ever have, which is that it will make our lives easier. Because you to live know, in a country where live this there, right? spoken. I'm yeah. like, no wonder I've, it was 10 times even more difficult when I didn't have an immediate, and also here, like you're running into people all the time who are speaking it. Yeah. So it's a little bit through osmosis as well. But if you're just trying to learn a language by yourself in not in that country, just for fun or for a hobby or just because you like learning, more power to you. Like, yeah. congratulations. Um, I just thought it'd be interesting for folks who might want to know how much time we're spending each week on this. Okay. Uh, and also, we've mentioned this in previous episodes, but like my personal goal is by the end of a year, yes. one year, I'd like to be able to walk into a coffee shop and be able to like have a, a small talk conversation mm -hmm. of like, how's your day going? Uh, what are you roasting this week? Um, what pastry do you recommend? And like, I have no doubt that you'll get there. You know, based like, on our yeah, those, current progress. But like to feel confident in it. Like, yes. I, I know that in even like a couple months, I could probably know the things to say. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference between like understanding how to conjugate a verb and ask a question in a sentence. And so just like, like feeling the confidence to respond to definitely. someone and not freezing completely. Definitely. Um, so anyway, just to uh, close the loop, what I was going to say is we do a one-hour lesson with a private tutor through Zoom on terraces. Terraces. On terraces. Which is Tuesdays. And then we do uh, like an hour, hour and a half homework on Sunday, Sundays. Domingo. Domingo. And then we usually do like a cram session right before mm -hmm. uh, the Tuesday session as well. Yes. So, yeah. And so then it's about usually we don't get, like now that we're getting more homework, like we didn't get through all of our homework in an hour and a half on Sunday. And so I did probably 30 minutes last night. So it's, yeah, but yeah, it's, three it's hours also a week one of those things right. where like the Sunday homework for me this week, my brain hurt by the end of it. Like I, I just was cramming verbs into it as much as I it's could and conjugations and wow. It's a lot. So, okay. Anyway, that's the update on the Portuguese lesson stuff in case you were curious of how that's going. And then the other thing we did mm -hmm. last week was we got to spend a whole day with a some Portuguese friends. day with Portuguese friends. Yeah. And actually one of which is a Waymer. Yes. Uh, which is amazing. Maria. And uh, her partner, Rui, which is very difficult for us to say because as uh, English speakers, we just want to say Rui. Like yeah. the R is just, it's just Rui. And it, but it's Rui. Rui. Um, which is kind of like the far from Croatia. Right. I haven't learned that. But it was fun to spend a whole day with people who... They're from here. They know the culture here. And we're just trying to like. And it was the best, not just from the Portuguese perspective, but also as a couple who works together yeah. and are have such an entrepreneurial spirit. And it was really fun to be able to have so much in common and talk business, but also talk life and talk about carving your own path in life. And it was cool to blend because sometimes like, especially like the few people that we have hung out with here, maybe they don't necessarily are in the entrepreneurial world, but like we get the Portuguese perspective and that's really fun. Yeah. 
or vice versa. Like a lot of, you know, we have entrepreneur friends who don't live in Portugal. And so it was fun to like blend the two. Yeah. Uh, Maria is also currently on this kick of crocheting and she went and got photos of her crocheting in front of the dinosaurs. Cause I think she's making it for one of her cousins or family If you members. don't know, Lorinha is known for the town that we live in. The town that we live in is known to be the dinosaur capital of Europe. So, which is fantastic. And I just, I loved getting these photos from her on WhatsApp of just like crocheting in front of the dinosaurs. I'm like, yes, this is why we live in this town because mm-hmm. it's amazing. Uh, so yeah, it was just a really fun day to spend with people. And I think, you know, for us, like, it really has been a long time since we've spent a full day with people. Mm-hmm. Like it just, you know, with COVID and everything else, like it, it just, it's very, it was very draining by the end of it. But it was also, I woke up the next day, I was like, oh wow. Like we really spent like a lot of time just having like conversations with other people. And it was fun. People. And it was yeah. like so many things to talk about. So uh, that was I also, fun. I also got a comment to dinner that I threw out a perfectly pronounced obrigat. That's right. Which... <laughs> A little pat on the back. See, that's what you should bring that into every... I can say thank you well. (laughs) (laughs) Every time we go into a new Portuguese lesson, you need to remind yourself, like, gosh, wouldn't it feel great? Yeah. Um, All right, so those are our small updates on Portugal. By the way, if you ever have any questions, uh, things you want to ask us about life in Portugal, feel free to send them along. We'd be happy to answer them in our prambles here. We might even do a full episode, uh, maybe a couple months into living here full-time, just to share what it's been like. Uh, Hello at wanderingainfully.com if you want to send in questions. But now let's get into this week's episode, which is kind of an extension of our goals for 2023 Mm -hmm. episode. But like, what the heck are we working on? And where did this episode stem from, Carol? The episode stemmed from me going, hey, you know what a lot of people don't talk about? Is that where it stemmed from? Is this, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, like this wasn't a quiz. Oh, this is, you said this earlier. It's oh, just okay. repeating what you For said. me, where yeah. it stemmed from is I just wish I would love to hear more of like what people are working on. Yeah. Just like what do you do every day? What's going on in your business? That's the stuff that fascinates me. As much as the tips and the kind of general advice is really helpful at times, and it is the actionable stuff. I also learn quite a bit just from people telling stories about. What are they working on? What are their challenges? Like, oh, that gives me an idea about this. So I also just get really excited because when you hear what people are working on, it makes you think like, oh, I haven't been working on that. Or that's a thing that like I've wanted to do. And like this actually got me excited. Like yeah. now I have momentum yeah. and like energy to work on this thing. Whereas so then, like it yeah. could have gone by and you never would have worked on it. So we just thought it would be a fun episode to kind of, you know, we're almost two months into the year, give you a rundown of all of the things that we are working on at various times. It's not like we're trying to juggle all of these at the same time. Um, But yeah, so we're excited to get into it. A couple of caveats, like I looked at this list and I told Jason, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like this might overwhelm people if they listen to it because it's a lot of things, but I wanted to, so before we get into it, I wanted to remind everyone we are coming off of a year of basically not creating anything in our yeah. business. Like it was very much a sustained year last year when we were traveling full time, we didn't get to create really anything new. We just were maintaining. And so one important thing to note is we're coming at this year with like an intense amount of energy and creativity and um, desire to work, um, which is not always the case. And yeah. so that's not a saying that you need to keep up with that or that you need to aspire to that at all. Um, it's more of just in sharing authentic that we're like, we're just really jazzed about the yeah. business right now. So that's probably why we're doing more things. Um, number two, Jason always likes to remind everyone that we are two people. We're two people. Yeah. So when you listen to our podcast and you're like, oh, wow, like I want to do this thing that you all are doing, but then you realize like it's going to take you a lot longer than it took us. It's probably because we're two people. Yeah. Uh, so we get double the capacity. Now that being said, we don't have a team. Like we do work with some, yeah. um, you know, contract 
help. Yeah. Um, but we, for the way you said that was like, I are know, they I, mercenaries? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like we do, yeah, you know, some, some, uh, every once in a while, some, What's <laughs> Go the, ahead. like what's a code word that you would use for for that? Uh mercenary? Like spies? A, sure, sure, sure. Some spies. I don't know. It felt very spies. it felt very code word. I didn't I was mean going that. I was going like uh, the Jack Ryan route and you were going like the spy next door route. Like the I like so. goofy comedy. The reason I stumbled is because I'm like, what is the appropriate word? Like, first of all, I don't like like I just didn't know. Contractors, that sounds so for cold. for the people that we work with. Yes. Freelancers, I would th- I would say. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not an in-house team. Exactly. They're not working they're not exclusively. Employees. They're not employees and they're not working exclusively on our businesses. Yeah. Um, but I like but then I was like, I don't just think of them as like people no. who come in and yeah. out. So yeah. I don't know. We need to come up with a better word for that. Yeah. Uh anyway, yeah, just to reiterate your caveat, we're two people. We work with some freelancers, so we're not always doing every single thing ourselves. Like, especially when we get to the teachery stuff, like there's a huge bottleneck after us of like what where our work stops and other people's work picks up. Uh, and then I think the other thing to just remember too is like we don't have kids. Like right. we, you know, we have a lot more time to invest in our businesses right now. Which is also kind of part of the reason that we're like maybe doing more than we have in the past this year is because we know that that's coming down the pipeline. Yeah. That being kids. And we know our time is going to be very this might be the last like year that we have to like actually last really, episode. <laughs> really put forth this amount of effort towards growing things. So all of those factors combined. Um, so let's just get into like, what are we working on? What do you want to talk about? Great. So the first thing we're going to break these into two categories here, we have wandering aimfully, which is our unboring coaching program, which shameless plug is going to be open for enrollment here in just a couple weeks. If you want to check it out. Uh, and then we have tea tree, which is our online course software. So we're going to go uh, wandering aimfully first and we call wandering aimfully Wayne. So if you hear us talk about that, we're not mentioning some guy named Wayne all the time. Uh, because I know there are... Despite our uh, transcript that we used to do yes, always with for our captions. Autocorrect. Yeah. Uh, because I do know that we've actually had some podcast growth over the past couple mm-hmm. of weeks, which has been really cool to have new listeners. And Thank so, you for sharing the episodes, if that's you out there. Yeah, it's, really, it, it's really helpful. Uh, yeah, so let's start with Wayne and the new dashboard. Yeah. So just to give a little bit of context to our dashboard. So what we mean when we say dashboard is a person joins our program, Wandering Airplane Limited, and we have a whole thing built behind the scenes that essentially is like it's a login. It's basically an internal app is yeah. what it is. It's a login area. It's a library of resources. App. It's a dashboard uh, where you can save things. You have a profile. It's a whole page of everybody who's created a profile that wants it to be public. Um, and then there's a bunch of other like random bits and bobs in there that are like community only access. And things. we created this in 2018 with the advent of Wandering Aimfully because um Wandering Aimfully started out not as a coaching program, but really as sort of like a membership of like getting all of our access to our courses. And so there was a lot of resources to be able to look through. And yeah. so we wanted to create a custom experience for someone to do that. Of course, over time, we've at, it's sort of morphed into a coaching program with sessions being added every month. So there's still very much a need for that, which is to be able to sort through all of our resources. Now, it became very clear to Jason and I at the top of the year we knew that we wanted to redo the dashboard. I think we sent out a survey maybe at the end of 2021. Well, and I'll even give the caveat that in 2018, when we finished the build of this dashboard, which cost us just full disclosure, about $30,000 in development costs. Yeah. When it was done, 
we had already said in two to three years, we have to redo this. Yeah. Because by and, the end of it, we were just like, it's not what we, it didn't turn out to be what we wanted it to be. I think we do have an episode somewhere where we talk about I'm that. I'm sure we do. But yeah, I just. It, it served the function that it yes. needed, which was to allow people to search our resources and save them and to just access them. Yeah. And so it served that function. But immediately, it's so disappointing to spend that amount of money on something and immediately be like, well, going to have to redo that in a couple yeah. of years. But I think it's a really good example. And we've talked about it before. It did serve us well for five years. It, it is it does solve a couple specific problems for our members and it is a more customized experience yes. as a customer than you get from a lot of other platforms where you just get Absolutely. dropped into like a Google doc with a bunch of links. Absolutely. So what have you been working on? Cause you're the one redesigning the whole I thing. Know. And so we did send out a survey. So this is the first kind of tip I would say is if you know you want to update something within your offer or your program, like definitely talk to your existing customers and see like what are they having trouble with in the current experience that you can bring that. So a lot of the feedback was searchability and just ease of finding things. Yeah. And we realized that part of that was the design was so cluttered. And yeah. so just visually it was hard to discern between things. So um, I have been redesigning all of the screens in Figma Um and this, just as a side note, this is a perfect example of like no time that you invest in building your skills is ever wasted. So in 2020, I taught myself um, UI design to yeah. be able to redesign Tea Tree, which yep. was our other business, which we'll talk about. And boy, was that a hard skill to learn UI design because I was already like, but I had to learn Figma and I had to learn all these tools in order to be able to do it well. But Every time I work on doing the dashboard now, I'm like, oh my gosh, like all those hours spent are helping me to do this now. Yeah, yeah. So we always tell people like invest time in learning skills. You will never regret it. Yeah. Because we easily redesigning this, paying a designer to redesign it, we, it would be multiple tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. I, I think it's safe to say that this would have been a $10,000 plus just redesign, yeah. uh, not to mention the development. So that's just right. getting all of the things that you've designed. And so just to kind of... Uh, maybe wrap this one up because we have a bunch of things we want to share that we're working on. So our goals are we want it to be a lot more usable. Mm -hmm. We want it to be, and in that we mean searching, uh, being able to find things, just scannability visually. Like mm -hmm. right now it's very visually cluttered because there's so many colors and images and things and we're just stripping a lot of stuff back while mm -hmm. still keeping it fun and beautiful. Um, a better design, just overall like, mm -hmm. you know, more actionable things and, and it's the UI stuff that you've learned. Also, for a long time, we had our coaching sessions live outside like the main hub for where you access all of our coaching sessions outside of it and that was because when we launched the coaching program we had two tiers one was just a coaching uh six tier month program, a yeah. six-month program and the other was you get everything in Wayman limited and so you might have this in your business where like you had a solution that no longer works right. because now we just have the one offer, which is Wham Unlimited. And it's a bad experience to have to like go here for some of the coaching sessions. And then if you can well, also search them in the, da the dashboard. Yeah. And also the coaching hub was great when there were 12 coaching sessions in it. Yeah. But now that we've done 41 yeah. and you, there you have what four January's in there. It, it's almost visually difficult to find out like, where, where am I? Like, yes. I, I don't even know what I'm looking for. So the big, the last thing I'll say about the dashboard that I'm really excited about is we took every single resource, which you counted, Oh, it's, not including coaching sessions. Yeah. Or including it's, coaching it's sessions. like 75, 90 something. You said 97, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like seven. Oh, I think we said 75, like really solid. And yeah. then like some of them are like, like old workshops. 22 crappy ones. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Which I think everyone can relate everyone if you've been has. doing something for five yeah, years. For five years. The five years ago stuff, you're like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but 
I took, we took every single resource and we categorized it and tagged it based on what does it help you do? And then we organized those tags in sort of the unborn business roadmap framework, which is what we teach inside of Wayman Unlimited. It's like a five-step way to kind of diagnose where do you need to put attention in your business. And so my favorite thing is like in the library now, it's like, okay, I need to work on building my audience and getting my content. And so then under that you have like getting your email newsletter started. You have, um, setting up your marketing bridge, just very specific resources, very specific for each one. It's like just specifically Instagram, you know, it's it's, like, yeah. The thing that I love is that it's based on the problem someone has Yes, not needing to know, Oh, they did a coaching session on email and I have to like, go find that. It's like, no, I just need help growing my email list. Like give me the resources you all. It's like, do you need help with sales? Do you need help with mindset? Do you need? And so that's my favorite part about it. And yeah, the, the real sad part about the dashboard is you're going to work on it for like a month amongst all the other things. And then we still have like at least a month of development time. Right. So, uh, that will not cost us $30,000 this time around because we just don't have that money to spend on this. Uh, but we do have, I think a better developer this time around who's better at communicating at, you know, what his limitations are. And what yeah. We, so. we got price gouged last time. I'm just yeah. going to be honest. Uh, so yeah, that's the dashboard and we're excited for our waymers to get that. We're really actually hoping that it might be done like right at the end of, uh, our enrollment period. Mm-hmm. That's very wishful thinking, uh, for the spring, but we'll see. So another thing that we're working on is usually we, again, we've been thinking a lot lately about Wayman Limited can solve so many different problems for so many different types of business owners. But lately we've been trying to narrow that down a little bit into solving a specific problem. And so what we're focusing on right now is if you are a freelancer, if you are someone who already has established a business and you have clients, but you're feeling very hamstrung by the lack of flexibility, trading time for money, trading time for money, kind of hitting that income ceiling, um, you know, having to manage different personalities of clients, like that can be very exhausting from a mental health perspective. So if you're craving more flexibility and freedom, our story is that digital products gave us that flexibility and freedom. And so it doesn't mean you don't have to like stop working with clients. It just means that if you had online courses or digital products or some other way to make revenue, you could only take on the clients that you really want to work with. So right now we're focusing way on attracting those freelancers. And part of that is building a new notion dashboard, which Mm. we will offer with our spring enrollment. And we're calling that the client off ramp OS. And so it's an entire system that's specifically tailored for freelancers trying to shift to digital products. So it's a dashboard that will help you keep better, keep track of your clients, make your process more efficient so that then you can carve out the time, start building an audience. And it has all of those, you know, content calendar pieces to it. Um, and it's again, specifically tailored for a clear roadmap for people who want to make that transition. Yeah. And I think what's been really helpful for us is in having, um, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people join Wandering Aimfully over the past five years, we've really learned that we attract to Wandering Aimfully these exact people. Mm-hmm. So freelancers who are looking to move to digital products. And, and we knew that in the beginning because that's really who we targeted with our Build Without Burnout program that we created. But we've never really kind of come back to that and said, okay, you all are still coming here, but we don't have any newer resources to help with that. So this is the new resource that we're going to build that'll help with that. And especially I think Notion has been, been a game changer to create things to help people do things. Right. Because we're always talking about like information is only one piece of the puzzle. Right. We love teaching. I love coming up with curriculums to, to teach concepts to people, but there's a gap between information and action and Notion for me helps bridge that gap because yeah. 
a checklist is one thing, but if you have it in front of you and you go, oh, here, here's how I actually plot these on my calendar. Here's how I bring all of this information to the surface. Like to me, that helps you act on it. And that's a game changer. It has been for us. And so I want that for other people. Yeah. Um, and then also the second thing I want to mention here is just that if you're like us and you have more of a general audience, like we're talking to all online business owners, yeah. um, you know, maybe experiment with not, you don't have to niche down your entire business. Yep. You can just niche down your messaging for a launch to try to speak to a specific segment of your audience, right? Um, I think that's a a way that we're trying to navigate right now because I love the diversity of different types of business owners in WAME, but it also makes messaging kind of difficult because you're trying to solve everyone's different problems. Yeah, and it makes problem solving difficult. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so that's the client offer ramp OS. And if you're not a Notion user, we also have a Notion starter pack that we created that Caroline basically like this entire system for getting started with Notion that's included as well. So um, that's a fun thing that we already have. So that'll be done by the time uh, like our enrollment is Mm -hmm. uh, finishing for this spring. Uh, And the next step that we are going to start working on but have not started working on is Narticles. So we talked about this in our 2023 preview episode. This is new articles. And the whole idea here is that we have... I think at this point, 130 published articles on the Wandering Gamefully website. There is no rhyme or reason to them. There is no like series to go through where it like walks you through solving a problem. It's just like a bunch of haphazard thoughts that we had that are helpful, but like they're kind of all over the place. Yes. And, and, and again, you're going to have this if you've been blogging for, you know, seven years at this point. And that's a lot of our content is, and we have really, really high quality um, guides and things in there, but it's so hard to find them. They're not. And again, you learn this after you've been in business for a number of years of going, okay, here's who I really want to help. Here's what they really struggle with. So we know that we want to improve that. And as Jason said, we talked about this in our 2023 goals episode, but the idea is to really hone in on what are those like eight to 10 high quality articles that we can write And then the missing piece to me, I think, is going to be how do we amplify those? Yeah, I think it's amplification, but I think it's also just in, like, the display of those. So, like, you come to Mm wanderinginfi.com, and it's like, if you go to the articles page, it's like, here are 10 articles to help you go from point A to point B. Definitely. You want to, like, create more time with your client be freelancer business. This is that article for you. I also and then just, it just like, it takes you all the way to the last one, which is like, now you're running a digital product business. How do, how do you manage that? Yeah. Also the like, com- not competitive part of me, but like the experimenter part of me is also just curious. Like I want to show, or I want to find out like that a, an article strategy can still be incredibly beneficial to your business in 2023 without being on social. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. Yeah. Because, and I think, I think it's, it's not just about traffic, which I think that will happen, but it's also about like when people come to your site, finding information that they're looking for and going, wow, this person does have a lot of helpful. Yeah. Well, content for me. And I think that's, that's really the big aha thing for us. And, And maybe this is something you can take away as you're listening to this. Put yourself in the shoes of your ideal audience member. So like for us, a freelancer who's looking to move to digital products, come to the Wandering Gameplay website. Is there any way that we're helping that person? Not at all. So it's like, There okay. is, but it's like you have to dive so deep. Exactly. So yeah. it, sh- it should be front and center. So for you listening to this, maybe do that same exercise where you go, okay, my ideal customer is this. They land on my website. Can they immediately find some resources that help them with their problems? Yep. And that doesn't mean go to your blog and search. That doesn't mean like dig seven pages into your website. It means like, 
on your homepage, in your navigation, like how is that person getting some problems? Exactly. So we'll be working on the Nauticals project probably for the next like two months, I would imagine. And then you mentioned amplification. Yeah. And and actually next two months is like, we probably won't even be able to get started until April. Yeah. Um, and then amplification will be experimenting with Pinterest, we think. Which yeah, we I think we're really going to try Pinterest. And I think we... This is newfangled app that's this... just getting some traction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As you know, like, and listen, you have to, when you're short on time and resources, you have to intentionally deprioritize things. And... So yeah, we've never experimented with it. We're excited to get into it. Also, I think coming, circling back on our YouTube strategy and trying to get more mileage out of our articles by turning them into videos, because I do think video is, as we all know, a very important piece of marketing in this current landscape, but we're always trying to figure out, can we do video without being on social media? And to me, YouTube is not the same as Yeah, and can we do video and it not be a complete slog? Because I think video is one of the hardest things that we work on together. Yes. And so... We have to figure that out. Okay, so that's Nauticals. Uh, Next up is a much shorter project that is going to be done by the time you're listening to this, which we're excited about, which is the new Wandering Aimfully homepage. Yeah, so if you were listening to episodes a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned to you we did this behind the build live experiment and it was the first time doing anything like this but we just had this idea of we wanted to create a new homepage and a new lead magnet that was more towards this audience segment that we're talking about freelancers transitioning to digital products Um, and so we just thought let's try to complete this in one day and have people watch us and watch our process and it was a really fun experiment we didn't complete all of our tasks in in the day that we allotted but we got probably 85 percent 90 percent there And what's great about it is that now we have, we basically took everything that we did in that day and worked on a new homepage design that we're really excited about. Yeah. And what I love about this, so if you're curious, since the inception of Wandering Aimfully, we've had five homepages, different homepages. I actually thought it was more. Um, And and maybe there's like one or two stragglers in there that got deleted. Mm. Um, But really that's, that's been it. And the one that we've had now has been up for three years Mm -hmm. and it's very simple Mm -hmm. and you won't see it if you go to Wandering Aimfully now, but if you had not been there, it's literally just like uh, one sentence, three bullet points, a photo of us, and then an embedded quiz. Yep. That was our homepage. And I think the important thing to note here is when we moved to that extremely simple design, it converted better than the one before it, right? Yeah. Like, and our, that was our goal, our, our email goal conversion. Our goal was to, to boost our email conversion with the quiz. We did that because we just made the call to action so simple. Yeah. But now we're at this place where, you know, the f- efficacy has gone down over time. I think that happens with time because people who inevitably come back, they sort of, it's not new anymore. It's not, like, I do think there is something to not changing your homepage every year, but adding some new freshness to it. Yeah. I also think that the data tells us that like 80% of our traffic is brand new traffic. Right. So I think in three they years, do need- well, no, I think in three years, more people have seen more quizzes on websites. True. So the novelty has worn off of yep. like, Oh, what's this business quiz? Like I'll take yep. this. It's like, Everyone has a business, not everyone, but like a lot of people do. Yeah. So with new users constantly coming, those people have seen quizzes elsewhere. So like now let's do a new thing that feels kind of like unique to us in a way that's a little bit more in depth. So with that, we have, uh, we have the new design, which I love that you've been working on, which is very Thanks. fun. I like it too. It's very, I think it like, it, it, it kind of blends this like app design that we like have really like been into a ton lately with 
a um, fun and friendliness of a coaching program that's mm -hmm. unboring. Yeah, we're trying to, from like a branding perspective, because I always go back to like, what emotionally are we trying to communicate with our branding and with our design? And we very much try to ride this line between friendly, approachable, fun, because I think that is who we are, and also serious, strategic, yeah. bold. We're going to help you with business stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's like, how do you kind of find that line? And so that's what I've tried to do. You know how you do it? Use impact font because it makes an impact. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you want to check out the new homepage, that should be up and live with our new lead magnet free coaching session. Um, it just, if you're interested, check that out. The next thing I wanted to talk about is something very leaning into the fun. Yes. This is a members only, Wandering Infly members only, accountability game mm -hmm. that we created. So just to give a quick bit of context for the- I think this is really fun because I think it also shows people you do not have to do things the way that they have always been done. Exactly. So the way that things have always been done is for the past three years, I have offered up space in my Slack direct messages to do one-on-one -on -one accountability with our members where they could send me messages every Monday and it was just called Momentum Mondays and they would send me messages, they would check in, we would talk about what they're working on. And I did this for extremely high touch. Yeah. Uh, hundreds of our wandering infinite members. Some people would do it for a couple of weeks. Some people did it for the entire three years. Mm -hmm. It was incredible, but it was also extremely draining on me. And it was basically, you know, at, at right after enrollments, we would get a surge of people who would want to do it. And I would be spending basically two full work days, just answering direct messages. Two full work days a week. A week. Yeah. Uh, so it was a lot of work. Which and was incredible because it's like, yeah, you definitely want to offer it's like we're a coaching program. So obviously we want to coach people, but this is also where you have to balance what your off, how your offer serves people with what is it taking from you personally and how sustainable is that? Yeah. And Jace just reached a point where I think you were just like, I can't give two full days of my week every week, not only time wise, but also emotionally wise. Cause we make fun of you for being an emotional robot, yeah. but it's a lot to be, a, to be sort of like holding space for people because these check-ins weren't just people sending me bullet points. Right. Like it was like sharing what's going on. And the, I think the other big shift here that I wanted to make was these are all very personal one-on-one -on -one things. Mm -hmm. And we have a group coaching program. And like what's a way that we could bring the group together mm -hmm. to be in more of like a, hey, we're working on stuff together. We can see other people are mm -hmm. doing things and get inspired. So we came up with this silly idea. And it started in the beginning of February. And it's, it's a monthly game. And it's called Wame of Stones. Dun, dun, dun. It's like Game of Thrones, but it's yeah. Game of Stones. So the idea is we have a Slack channel, and in that Slack channel, it's accountability. Um, at the beginning of the month, and we do, it's basically one post uh, every Monday of the month. So at the beginning of the month, you just have to reply with what your goal is for the month. Right. And it's, it's completely custom to you as the person. And then each week, I post a new post, and you have to check in within 24 hours of me posting. Because the part of this that matters is being accountable. Mm -hmm. You can't just, oh, I'll just check in on Thursday. It's like, yeah, you're not going to get it done because I've watched this happen with directly with yeah, people. Yeah, there has to be a little bit of a discipline to it. Exactly. Um, in order for that accountability to really move you forward. Yeah. And it's really fun seeing everyone, you know, reply in that thread and say, and so you're basically just saying like, what were three things that you did towards your goal? As you, yeah, as you move on throughout the weeks. And so what's really fun is as of recording this, we just finished 
the first month. Wait, let me take, say an important part of this because we didn't say it. The Wham of Stones part yes. is that there's a game board yes. that has four spots. Yes. And if you check in, every week that you check in, you move forward one spot like on the game board. Land. It's Think like Candy Or Jumanji right. without all the but just four scary spots. stuff. Yeah. And we yes, we created game boards. And the thing is, if you check in all four weeks, you make it out of the game board into the final spot on the board where you attain a Wayne Stone. A Wayne Infinity Stone. Please don't sue us, Marvel. Uh, it's we've made up eight of these, and they're just little, little different character-based things. So, so there's February's like, was the Apprentice Stone. There'll be the Knight Stone. There'll be the Squire Stone. Like, and we have like little silly illustrations that Caroline uh, came up with that have our faces on them. It's just ridiculous. But here's the really fun part. I expected when we started this at the beginning of the month, uh, just to give context, our Slack channel has a thousand total people in it, but in any given time, it's like a hundred to 150 people are active. That's very normal for a community, a Slack channel like this. That's been open for many six, years. Seven years. Yeah. Um, I expected personally like 30 people mm-hmm. would join the channel and then I didn't know how many people would then do it. So maybe like 10 right. really. Um, 99 <laughs> Waymers showed up for this thing. Uh, it was it. The, it's the most active thing we've ever had yeah. in our Slack channel. It's the most consistently active thing we've had week over week. So we just finished uh, this month, and in the last thread, we had 91 comments. Yeah, people uh, posting and like wanting to get credit for this. By so, the way, the thing I love about it too is like it doesn't. You can make it to spot four and get your Way Infinity Stone. It doesn't matter if you achieved the goal. Yeah. What's important is that you showed up every week because yes. that's that's the part that uh, that is important to us is like it's not about like it's not about whether you succeed. It's like what did you learn along the way? Did you show up? Did you just keep showing up? Because yeah. that's so much of what success in business is about. What I love and I don't uh, have well actually I do. Let, let me just real quick. Um, I just want to pop in and read some of the comments. I'm not going to say any names. Um, and I'm not going to like call anybody out, but I just want to share some of the phrases and things that people have said, because I think it's so fun just to see. While you look that up, yeah. I just want to say, I think this is yet again, just an example of you don't always have to do the boring thing, yeah. right? It's like, okay, it did start out as a bore, quite a boring idea, which was, okay, it's not sustainable for you to do this anymore. So let's just create a Slack channel and let's have a monthly group accountability program. And then we just said, what if, and yeah. you've, you've heard us talk about this phrase before, but just when you put what if in front of this, a question, yeah. we were just like, what if it's fun? Like, what if it's not the normal thing? What, exactly. what would that look like? And I don't, re- oh, I know exactly what the inspiration was. We were both playing that, that language game. Oh yeah. Lingo Legends It was called like Lingo Legend yeah. or something. And it was just like, so just a world of, you know, like, oh, and also maybe you were into Zelda at the I time. I think I just started playing Breath okay. of the Wild it's again. It's a lot yeah. of yeah. these things. And we just were like, what if it's that? Like, what if it's an adventure? All right. So let me read just a couple of these real quick. Okay. And again, not names, I can say anything, but like. I'm so happy this kept me accountable and I completed my goal even with a bit of bonus work this month, um, which is just wonderful. I didn't hit my goal, but I learned better how to prioritize things in my business. Yep. Bonus that even shifting my priorities felt good this month. Oh, love to hear that. Love that so much. Um, uh, I didn't hit my goal, but I'm still really happy with the progress that I made this month. I love that because I think so often if you don't hit your goal, you might feel like any progress you made isn't helpful. Which is like the homepage thing from behind the build. It's like just because we didn't hit the goal, which was to have both of those things done by the end of the day, wasn't the point. We look back and I'm like, man, we got so much done that we wouldn't have gotten done otherwise. Yeah. Um, I was all over the place this month, but I did find focus and I worked on one small bit ahead of this week that I wouldn't have worked on before. 
which is fantastic. Um, focused on all of my client work, got it done ahead of time for the first time this month. Oh. Uh, and then I'm not going to read too many. Um, literally, I have to scroll so much to get through these. But I love there was one final message that I really appreciated because I felt the exact same way. Um, again, I have to scroll through like 90 some odd things here. Um, someone said, is it weird to feel this immense collective pride at how much everyone has achieved this month? Even if you didn't reach your goal, you still made progress and it felt so good to do it like together. Yeah. And I think that like that to me is as we were doing this game every single week and as we were kind of tracking along, I could read that in so many of these comments is so many people were saying things like, you know, I, I normally would give up, you know, if I didn't show up, but like I wanted to come back to this channel and like be with everybody else. Yeah. And so like huge check for us on this game being silly, being, you know, just something very different, but it really working. And also we had no idea if people would do it, but we also were coming at it from a place of what would we want to keep up with every yeah. month? And so whatever, I think the lessons for the, you know, this, for the person listening are like, what could you do differently in your business? Yeah. It doesn't have to be boring. And also what's going to make it fun for you to engage with it yeah. so that you'll stick with it too. Cool. So that's our William of Stones accountability game. And again, like it, it's not to put any pressure on people to have to get things done. That's not what we're trying to do. It's just to try and make little bits of progress every week on mm -hmm. whatever it is is important to you. Cool. So two more things here with Wayne, and then we'll move on to Teachery. Number two on this last two is our monthly coaching sessions. Uh, we do this every single month, and we try and blend unboring with teaching and practicality and learning stuff. And you do an amazing job with the curriculum. Oh, thanks. But one thing I, I wanted really to share with that just I've said this on previous episodes, but I just love bringing it up. We are now at 41 total coaching sessions. Yeah. When you think about that, seven more months of doing monthly coaching, we will have done it for four years straight. That's wild. That seems so weird. It, it does not feel like something we've done every month for four years that's three hours of valuable content. No. And what's so interesting is like, I don't know, maybe if you had told me in the beginning, like, you're going to do this every month for four years, maybe I wouldn't have done it because it would have right. felt so overwhelming and like yeah. so... I don't want to be tied down I don't want to be that. tied yeah. down. But the truth is, you know, first of all, by just... I think, I think a couple things. Number one, we didn't back ourselves into a corner because it started as a six month program yeah. and we just said, we're going to try this. And then that was really a pivotal point in, in wandering aimfully where we positioned to a coaching program. And then people were like, Oh, this is really valuable because I get something to focus on every month. And then we were like, well, not only do people really love it. I think that's like to use the, the app world or the tech world. Like that's where we found product market fit. It yeah. feels like. And then what happened was I realized, oh, I actually really love this. And I think that, that going back to what we just said about Wayme of Stones, what helped me love it is that we did it in a way that worked for us. Mm -hmm. So instead of being like, oh, okay, I have to do this like a webinar yeah, where I do it. It's like, we always had this like story time element where I thought of like a fun metaphor and I got to like add these design elements. These of, like six and $8 creative market illustration Right, packs. so it's like, okay, we're talking about content strategy, but like our content strategy is a, sa a content salad. Yeah. And so here's what that means. Or, um, you know, I was just thinking about like memberships we did and it was like comparing it to a gym membership and like, what are the elements? And just having these metaphors that were really helpful, your your website wizard, like the marketing here, here bridges. are your spells yeah, or marketing bridges. Forever. And so by 
encouraging us to do it in a way that felt unique to us. It hasn't felt like four years of work because I really enjoy it. Yeah. And I think what's been really helpful too, is the amount of time that we're investing in the coaching session has ebbed and flowed Yeah, where, you know, from the beginning, obviously we were pouring more time into every month's session and it was probably taking you 20 to 30 hours Mm -hmm. to build a session in a workbook and, and then to, you know, deliver it in a three hour session. But here's what I learned about that too, because this year we have been doing these, what we call spotlight sessions and they're a little bit shorter, a little bit more concise, like a little bit shorter. (laughs) (laughs) But what I learned is that oftentimes I think as a business owner, you stuff your offer full of all this stuff because you want it to be valuable. But what you don't realize is that what's really valuable is saving people time. Yeah. And so it got to this place where I was like, oh, it's actually not as valuable if someone has to sit through three hours to get value out of it. We need to break it down in a way where they can get something in 45 minutes, you know? And so that's just a a revelation I think that people need to hear is like, it's not always the time investment or the, the amount of stuff in a product. It's like, how quickly can you deliver value in terms of them receiving an, a result or an outcome? Yeah, I'm really excited. So one thing that we're going to add here very shortly that is actually already created, but we haven't announced it or shared it yet. This is the first time we're actually sharing it publicly, which is cool, is we're going to do a private podcast feed of just the audio versions of our coaching sessions. Right, which we've always had the audio files for accessibility. But like who downloads an MP3? Well, you know? people. No, no, I'm just saying, but like this is a much better experience to be able yes, to do because that. because yeah. where are you going to play that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I've tried to download an MP3 on my iPhone. I've been like, where does this go? Like, well, where it, do the files go? Well, it does. It's not a photo. It goes in your files, but then it's like, if you, it's not a player. So if you go off of that screen, like yeah. you can't come back to exactly. it. Exactly. So anyway, the, it's just, it's, I think a fun example too, of like, we, we have evolved to our coaching sessions had audio MP3s that you could actually, you know, download and listen to and like, you know, take with you and find them in the files of your phones. Uh, but now we'll have this private podcast feed that I'm very excited that someone can just subscribe to in any podcast app. We'll have this um, QR code and these links that's set up and it'll just be really easy for you to just plug in and listen. And so if you're someone who likes to show up and you want to be there and you don't want to take a ton of notes, you just like the energy and then you want to listen maybe you know two days after that to like assimilate more of the info that we talked about, you can just plug it in your podcast. Yeah, and, take it and it's you like, and if you're someone at the beginning of your journey of building your program or building, you know, your content, it's like, sure, you don't have to worry about that, right? right? Like it took us four years to add that option. But if you're someone who is looking for more ways to have your content go further, to make it more accessible, like I think that's a really smart way to do it. Yeah. Um, we'll see how much people engage with it, but we're just excited to always be thinking about and totally. adding different ways for people to engage with. And this was a good resources. one. That it, it wasn't a lot of time investment. Like we, this is where we had a freelancer who helped us set it up. And I think it took them under 10 total hours to take all of our previous audios that had already been added to coaching sessions, mm-hmm. put them in the feed, change the name, change the descriptions. And the, the um, app that we're using, Hello Audio, made it super simple to, to create the feed and then just hit publish. So really like not a ton of time investment to set up and move forward, which I really liked about it. Because sure. a lot of these things on this list are time intensive. So I think it's helpful to say like, say this one took a week. For sure. Uh, and then just to finish off here with Wayne, not Wayne, uh, is our ongoing content that we're working on. So we have our weekly newsletter, which we have been doing series and we have all of the series planned out for this year. Mm-hmm. So those are like four to eight week, uh, emails. And then, so we'll keep doing that. And then this podcast, which we will continue to do. I think we do have some semblance of a possible idea of another podcast we might want to do or maybe different episodes in this podcast I don't know there's something else with podcasting this year we might experiment with but that's later in the year later in the year and then YouTube we already yeah we already said that I think coming back around to YouTube 
again, later in the year will be a focus for us. This is this, these first two quarters of the year are all about kind of reinvesting in the foundation of WAME. And the last thing I wanted to say is I think I just realized like a lot of the reason that we have the time to work on all of these things and to move the ball forward on so many different aspects of the foundation of our business is actually because we chose not to be on social media. Absolutely. And like, I think it has freed up so much mental space. And I know that that's not a reality necessarily for everyone in, at, at, you know, wherever they are on the journey of their business. Like we would never like it's very rich for two people who have been building audiences for like almost 10 years yeah. to sit back and say, you don't need social media. And someone who just gets started is like, okay, but, but I, I, need I kind of some do people to know that exists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're not telling you that you, you know, don't need it. It's just, if it's something that is not, if you're someone who struggles with the benefit it brings your business, but the detriment it brings your mental health, I think we always go back to this notion of creating an off-ramp for yourself. So it's like use it for a year strategically to grow an email list, yeah. to grow another place where you have an audience, right? And so I just, I was looking at this list and I was like, man, like, what, uh, are we more productive than we used to be? Are we this? Are we that? And it's really just like, no, like a lot of that time was seeping out into this hamster wheel of Instagram creation. Yeah, you know? and I do think there is just a reality to if you are an honest person about your time and you look at your week and you go, oh... I spend 20 hours on social media a week. Maybe it's 10, maybe it's 40, whatever it is for you. But let's just say it's 20. That's 20 hours every week you could put toward a new dashboard, new articles, a new product, a new uh, an accountability game. It, it's all of these things that you will now find the time for, yeah. which can lead to other things. So I, I just say that as an example of sometimes folks think, oh, if I get off social media, everything's going to fall apart. It's like, no, you now gain 20 hours a week to work on other things to replace that. Right. So, okay, so that's WAME. That's what we're working on. And then obviously we'll have more stuff in Q2 and Q3. So if you really like this episode and you want us to do this again, send us an email, hello at Wandering Aimfully, and maybe we'll make this a quarterly thing to check in on what we're working on. Totally. Now let's talk about Tea Tree because we have this whole other business. Just a whole other dang business. Yeah, and uh, I think if we would have recorded this episode a year ago, we wouldn't have had much to talk about because Tea Tree didn't get much time or focus. But we're really trying to invest more time and focus into it. Mm -hmm. So let's share some of the things that we are working on starting with our new trial flow. Right. So the idea is to grow our customers this year. And we did. Do you want to share what that is? Just as a reminder from our, uh, we said in the 2023 goals. What? What our customer growth goals are. You say it. Oh, so it's uh, like 3Xing our customers. So we have like 250 active customers. Yeah. We'd like to get to 750 active customers by the end of the year. Yeah. And that's like. If everything went right, it's probably not going to happen. That's our like high goal. That's our high goal. Yeah. That's the aggressive goal. Um, but I think our low goal is just not to lose all the customers. <laughs> <laughs> but we started by doing what we would tell anybody to do, which is look at what's working and see how you can optimize that first so that you can get leverage in order to pour into like other things. So we kind of looked at where are the points in our quote unquote marketing bridge where we're losing people right now. And we realized that, um, our trial signup flow could be better. So we did like a couple of little tweaks to that. Um, being more clear about the fact that it's no credit card required, which is pretty unique. Getting more clear about the fact that it's 14 days, which is longer than most. Yeah. Um, and then simplifying that those steps so that someone actually does complete the free trial signup. We, before we had this whole thing where you like, you say what your lessons are going to be. And that was really optimizing for people to complete their course. But what we need at this stage is for people to just get inside Tree and start playing around. Yeah. 
So we simplified that a lot. Yeah, and I think one big change in there that was helpful, which is it's done, it's up. We have the new trial flow going. It took us about, I think, like two weeks total. We had a little bit of a development hiccup that we ran into. Um, but before, we would have people go through the trial flow. They would kind of, quote, unquote, create their first course through that. But it was very basic and like didn't have much in it. And I think if we just went back and looked at a cursory glance, almost everybody started a course that just said like ASFD, 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 because they were just like pressing keys to get through it. Because they didn't know what they wanted their course to necessarily be at that moment. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, I just want to get... I want to get in and see this thing. I want to get into the thing. I want to play with the thing. So now we kind of just do this thing where we spin up a course for them, just called Your First Course. And it just is a very like meta example of, here's a lesson that you would teach this in, but also here's some tips about using Tea Tree. Um, So it's a much better experience. I I think it's fun that we're giving people very helpful, um, actionable things right away to get into, as opposed to dropping them in and being like, well, now what do I do? I don't Mm -hmm. know what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. So that's going on. And then along with that... um, what you bring a lot to this is like, well, let's look into some analytics and data Mm -hmm. and let's like see some things we need to track. And in doing that, we found out there's not real reliable information that we're getting from any of the sources that we're tracking. And Mm -hmm. it's also not the super helpful information that we want to know if our business is growing. Yeah. I mean, I, this is where metrics just really come in handy. Like, especially in a software business, you need to know like how many people are coming to that sign up page and how many of those people are then signing up. right? Right. How many people are dropping off? How many people, these are the things. And for me, you can very easily kind of go way too deep into that stuff. And so it takes a little bit of discipline to go, we have very low time resources right now. Let's not go absolutely nuts on tracking all the things, all the events, all the signals. Let's just identify the handful that are going to help us move forward at this stage. So we actually just had our developer like spin up an internal admin dashboard for our analytics rather than going to these third party resources, just taking the most true data, which is like our data, which I think is a really helpful. Like if you run your own business and you hate logging into Google analytics, like the majority of us do, I know that things like fathom, my buddy Paul Jarvis started, which is like a much better experience, but it's not the data that we necessarily need. Mm -hmm. Like we need the trial conversion data. And I know you can set up events and do things, but like that stuff really just like it, it boggles my mind and it tends to be more cumbersome. Yeah. And down the road, maybe when we have, you know, a marketing person in house, like that would be something that they could set up, but it's just, it's not a good use of our time and attention to try to learn that right now. And also the one thing that I really like, because this is one thing that our developer was telling me when he was building this simple dashboard was even like Fathom's data is skewed because it's not necessarily 100% true. Like they're filtering out some things and whatnot. So like this is helping us get the absolute true data from our database, Yeah, which I think is helpful. So uh, that was something that we did um, and that's Again, up and just running. These, these things are just so investing in the foundation. Like, yeah. And maybe we'll do an entire episode on this idea, but it's like... When you're working on things in your business where you're in like a season of planting seeds, sometimes it can be so frustrating because you're like, nothing I'm doing right now is bringing me any type of gratification, like instant gratification, which things like Instagram do, right? You go, oh, I can see my numbers growing and I can see some comments. It's like everything we're working on right now has like, just will not pay off for like months and months, Um, which is hard. But also we've been doing this long enough to know that that is how it goes. Like you have to plant seeds if you want to see that growth in the future. Have you logged into the uh, dashboard yet? The little analytics dashboard yet? I've every day I've logged in just to watch the numbers grow. And it's just fun because it's like, it's our little dashboard we've created and it's just fun. Uh, All right. Let's talk about some features that are coming to tea tree because this is really where the rubber hits the road with this little application for helping people build online courses. 
So the first feature that is almost done and will probably be out in the next coming weeks is course admins. Mm -hmm. So this is allowing someone else, uh, a, a freelancer or a VA or you know anybody else to log into your Teachery account and tweak your courses, your customers, like take actions within your course. Mm -hmm. um, this has been a long time coming. A lot of people have asked this this feature and it's one that we have just been putting off because it's very complex on managing yes. like the role of the person. So I think the design for this took like a day yeah. and the development has taken three months. Yep. And granted, our developers juggle multiple projects. Sometimes it works so it's like not that. just that. But like even now, like yesterday, our developer that's working on this was telling me, he was like, oh, I found like this weird edge case where if a course creator has a custom domain and the um, admin logs in not from the custom domain, they'll be blocked from using it. <laughs> and I'm like, we never would have discovered that. Like yeah. that would have been something people ran into and it was just a nightmare. So it, there's like a lot of things going into this, but that feature is coming, which I'm excited about because mm -hmm. it'll just help people manage their account better. And then the next feature people are really excited about because we actually sent an email out with uh, a teaser that you put together is Course Hubs. Yes. Do you want to talk about Course Hubs? Yes. So Course Hubs is basically a way for you to showcase and organize groups of your courses. So if you're someone who has, first of all, you want a page to send people to almost like a um, like a shopping cart for all of your courses. Right. This is a way for you to do that, but you can also have the flexibility to organize them. So if I'm someone who I have design courses, but I also have hand lettering courses, I can separate those courses because they're all in tea tree yep. and I can have sections of those. And so not only can I send someone to all of my courses where they can individually buy them, but they could just buy all of them too. Yeah, we added a, that was kind of like a last minute decision. It was like, what if we just put a buy all button on here that's optional for people to turn on? Because then you can also create these like robust bundles, right? Yeah. Of all your courses. Like you can just have a one set price for all your so, courses. So yeah, uh, we, we got some really good feedback. And also I think the thing about Course Hubs, it kind of pulls from Teachery's customizable course design where like, it just looks better and you can add your own design flair to it. You can add your own custom CSS to make it look however you want. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just very easy just to click and add courses or remove them. Um, so I think course hubs is going to be great just in the feedback that we got from people when we sent the teaser out. So that's coming. Uh, that one will probably be done in the next uh, month as well. Great. And then one that we just got the designs back on that hasn't been started yet. Go ahead. Uh, we finally separated our, um, courses page because for the longest time on your main courses dashboard page inside of Teachery, you would not only see courses that you're creating as a teacher, so yeah. to speak, but if you had purchased any other people of other people's Teachery courses, you would see your purchase courses in the same place. And we just felt not like, exactly in the same place no, 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 in the on page, the same but page. like on the same page. And yeah. we just felt like this, it got very cluttered very quickly. Yeah. And so we finally have reorganized that. So you have all of your courses of the things that you're creating. And then you, that's under your teach section. And then you have a learn section where you can see all of your purchase courses so that when you're in learn mode and you're learning from other people you're not like being distracted by courses that you have that are half done yeah and shout out to our designer our freelance designer maddie who has been working on this um she's very, done a fantastic job she's done a fantastic job and also uh i love that in the learn section so this is for customers who have bought courses from people um now it's a little bit less teachery branded and kind of just simpler to see your purchase mm -hmm. courses um, because teachery matters in in the grand scheme but not to someone who just like wants to access courses courses they've purchased mm -hmm. um and and I love that she made that simpler, but then also added like a light mode, dark mode, which is kind of fun. So like you can toggle back and forth that, which is just a nice little touch. So that'll be up. Uh, that one's probably going to be like a month or two away because we have a couple other things in the works. 
Uh, but next up is another one that's been on the list of people and asking for, and I'm just really hoping we get this one done by the end of the year because it's when people ask for it, is gifting a course. Yes. So this is just simply allowing on a payment page a toggle that someone can buy this on behalf of someone else. You would think this would just be such a simple addition. So easy. It is not. Nope. Because there are so many things behind the it's scenes the in the app. It's the complexity of separating the purchasing data from the user data, exactly. which is difficult. Because if if Caroline wants to create a payment page that someone can buy as a gift, let's say her friend Sharon buy you know is is buying the course on behalf of uh, her family member, Sharon should not get access to anything. Yeah, and she doesn't need an account in Teachery. She just has to be the purchaser. This breaks our entire system. <laughs> so this is why we put this feature off for such a long time. But we're hoping by the end of this year, it will be ready. It will be available. Um, and that'll be done. And then one that we're hoping to work on sometime soonish. This is a big one. I don't know when it's going to get done. It's a very big one. Because the reason I'm the most excited about this one is because this, to me, is an example of, a, of product-led growth. Yeah. Which is, you know prioritizing features that also have a marketing opportunity built into them. Yeah. Um, and so this is our theme showcase. And yes. so we worked at the end of last year, one major th feature that we worked on was just the ability to create themes, meaning basically custom design settings of a course. And then you can also sell a theme. So yes. if I create a teacher course and I have all the styles and I make it look custom and beautiful, I can sell that as a theme and somebody could buy that and then just like spin up a teacher course with all of those styles and colors and all of that. Um, what we now can do because we have that feature is we can create themes that we have, have made. Yeah. So imagine I designed 10 different themes. These yeah. are the, the basic infrastructure of a teacher course, but different colors and different kind of like design vibes. And what I like is that we can really like uh, focus on a couple different archetypes with the themes. Exactly. So it could be like a course for yoga instructors, a yep. course for photographers, a course for, you know, and, and so that as a customer who might use teacher, you go, Oh, there's a photography theme that I can just like immediately grab and like spin up my course and like change a couple colors mm -hmm. in my logo. And I have a course design done for me. That's a huge win for that person. Exactly. So, um, this, that's really going to be huge. We want a place where we can really showcase those different themes that people can start right away with themes. Yeah. So you're not just starting from scratch. You basically have pre-designed themes. Uh, and then we also think that that is going to help with converting people to free trials as well because if we feature that on the homepage and just the ease of being able to start with a theme, yeah. um, I think that will encourage people to get into Teachery, play around with it for the first two weeks and really... And really play up that unique differentiator that I think Teachery brings to the online course creation space, which is just e extreme levels of customization and making your course look branded the way that you want, Yeah, um, which is not always something that is easily available in the other course creators. Yeah. And I think really it's taking a page out of Squarespace's book from when they had all the templates that mm -hmm. people could say, oh... I, I want to just spin up a website. I want it to look similar to this. I can one click get this template and like start working on it. And templates. You know, these things, themes are no new thing in this space, but for us, it's a new thing. And we already have enough traffic coming to Teachery, we think. And so it's really just about trying to get that traffic to see the value to become a, a trial member. Mm -hmm. And theme showcase is going to be a way to do that. So that will also lead into a whole new homepage of Teachery that's going to be much more simplified, focusing on the theme, getting started and, and doing that. 
Uh, and then the last thing just to touch on is ongoing content for Tea Tree. I mean, right now we do absolutely nothing. None. So any more of it will be an improvement, um, but we don't know exactly what that is yet. The first thing we're going to do is basically just do a big cleanup of our email system mm -hmm. and the automation and then look at like, do we start sending like a monthly update consistently with what we're working on? Because as you can hear, we're working on plenty of stuff and we want people to know about those things. Um, so that might be a good place to start. And then we'll think about if we want to do any external content, but way later in the year. How do you feel? Whew. It's got a lot of stuff going on. That is a lot of stuff. Yeah. And just as a reminder, like we're not doing it all this week. Yeah. No, <laughs> we're not doing it all at the same time. It's just at any given moment, these are all different kind of things that we're moving forward. And I think we're able to do all of this because we're many, many years into this now. Yeah. And we, I think in the beginning, it's really important to focus and be extremely narrow in the things that you're trying to achieve. And I think the more that you have some of these, these uh, plates spinning already, you could just optimize. Like a lot of this stuff is actually just optimization. Yeah. It's, it's quite a bit of like, none of these things are really, I'm just trying to think no, nothing is just like starting from scratch actually. For tea tree or like, no, actually if you list. go, if you go back through all of these things, Every single one of these things is, is something, something is something that already exists. Yeah. It's an optimization of something that already exists. So I think that's an important point as well is just we're in that season of like reinvesting, refreshing, optimizing. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, we hope this episode was interesting, in interesting at the very and, least. And you, what I was really hoping too was as of recording this, I listened to an episode like this from another podcast and I go, oh, that's an idea of a thing I want to do in my business. Yep. I just took one thing from that that now I'm energized and motivated and I want to go work on. Exactly. And we hope that you didn't get overwhelmed listening to all the things we're working on and instead it motivated you to go, oh, I want to redo my homepage or I want to go build a new lead magnet or I want to add a new feature or I want to try an, an accountability game that's silly and weird too. And, and whatever those things are for you, we hope this was helpful. So that's it for us. Now we need to go work on these things. Yeah, but we're we going to take, take a walk first. I think we need to just like do them all. Although walks are dangerous because lately when we go on walks, we have more ideas. So it's a silent walk. A silent walk. <laughs> I think we need to institute silent walks. It's actually a Portuguese only walk, which means that I'll say like numbers. I know you would love that, but that's we're not doing that. That's a good idea. Yeah, but we're not doing that. I'm just letting you know. I'm not you there yet. You shouldn't have said that. Well, I'm not there yet. I could, but that's a good idea. I know, but I'm not there yet. Okay, can we just do you gusto, you não gusto? Maybe. That's a practice thing. Okay, that's it for us. Goodbye. Goodbye.